0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Hello, friends. It's Ruby here, and you're listening to News Time. Hi, Ruby. Back in June 2022, it was World Environment Day. Let's look back at five amazing stories that we brought you all about protecting our planet. Story number five universe there are billions of galaxies and in our galaxy there are billions of planets but there's only one earth every year there's a special day where we celebrate planet earth it's called world environment day and this year the theme is only one earth tell me what do you love about our environment
0: i feel very relaxed I hear the sound of birds singing, which makes my insides feel all soft and furry and nice. Oh, when I go outside, it's so lovely! I can see trees, sometimes watts, even sometimes mountains.
1: I love being in nature too. But planet Earth is facing lots of challenges, from pollution and deforestation to the warming of our lands and oceans. This year's World Environment Day is calling on all of us to work together right around the world to celebrate and protect and restore our planet. What kinds of things do you think that we can do to help protect planet Earth? I
0: think we should take the bike instead of the car otherwise it would be too bad for the plants the most basic thing in the world, is to not just
1: throw your junk anywhere, just put it in a bin, mate. Exactly! But it's not just everyday people, like you and me, who are being asked to live more sustainably. It's most important for governments and businesses and people in positions of power to transform the way they make decisions that impact the environment. It's the action we all take together, particularly governments and businesses, that will bring about the change we need so that we can have an earth where everyone and everything can flourish. Story number four. Do you like climbing?
0: I love tummy cheese and high equipment stuff, but
1: not too high. It can be scary going up high, and this story is all about an animal who's not afraid of heights because they love to rock climb. Have you heard of a lovebird before? I can't wait till I see what it is. They're a kind of small parrot. They've got bright rainbow plumage. That means they're feathers and cheeky personalities. Lots of people have them as pets because they're cuddly and playful. But recently, scientists have found out something extra special about lovebirds. They use their two feet and their faces to climb walls. What? Wow, that's just so weird. Yep, scientists noticed that if they put some tasty treats at the top of a vertical surface, these peculiar parrots would use their beaks and neck muscles to help climb up the wall and get the food. The scientists think it's kind of like the way rock climbers use their arms to climb up steep mountain cliffs, but instead of the birds having arms, they use their beak to grab onto something and pull themselves up while their feet step and push to help. Wow, they must be so good at it. They sure are, and that means that these lovebirds have a kind of third limb. Scientists reckon they might not be the only birds who have this special third limb ability, and now they're hoping to study other bird species too to see if they climb in the same way. We've climbed up high enough. Now we're going to climb down low with... Story number three. Recently, cave explorers were travelling to the Guangxi region of southern China when they saw a giant sinkhole. Wow, what? A sinkhole is a hole in the ground. And what do you think they found down there?
0: Ooh, I think lovely creatures that help people. It's probably cold and dark and wet because all the water on the outside goes down into the sinkhole.
1: Hmm, maybe. Locals have known about this sinkhole for a long time, but this was the first time in hundreds of years that explorers ventured deep inside to find out what was down there and they found a prehistoric forest. The trees, they must be
0: um, either small and stubby or really tall because they're trying to reach up higher into the light.
1: Yes, you're right. The sinkhole is full of dense bushes that came up to their shoulders and giant trees taller than a 10-storey building. Because of the unique way this sinkhole was formed, it's deep enough to be hidden from sight, but it's at an angle that the sun's light can get in, and that means this amazing hidden forest can grow. Scientists say there are probably hundreds of species of plants and bugs and animals hidden in this forest, some that might never have been seen by humans before. Sorry number two. Have you ever tried eating an oyster? They're a type of sea animal that have a hard shell and a soft inside. They look very dirty
0: on the outside but look very clean on the inside. Oh, it looks like little creatures
1: can live in there. Oysters live in the ocean and attach themselves to something solid, like shells or rocks, or even sometimes the bottom of big boats. People crack open the oyster's shell and eat the soft inside. Now, a study is learning from Aboriginal history about how we can protect our oysters. The Butchula people are the traditional owners of Kagari in Queensland, and for thousands of years, they and lots of other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities have harvested oysters. That
0: means that they really knew how to how to catch them the best ways the best methods and how to cook them and have the best and dishes mm.
1: along the coasts of what we now call australia there are many mounds of shells called middens but since colonization when the first european settlers arrived a lot of these original oyster sites have disappeared because of things like disease, over-farming and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders not being allowed to be in charge of farming their lands and waterways. That's very bad. And they need to make sure
0: that they don't take too many or we'll run out of oysters.
1: Exactly. But there's some good news. Recently, a team of scientists took a good look at traditional oyster harvesting practices on places like Butula Country to learn how to farm oysters more sustainably.
0: That's awesome, because they've been catching um, oysters for thousands of years, so they must know how to take care of them and stuff.
1: You're right, and these scientists found that Indigenous people harvested oysters sustainably for a very long time. And the oyster farming was massive. One of these middens on Butchula country had over five million shells. What? That's just amazing. I know. They ate a lot of oysters. These scientists are hoping that working with Indigenous communities could help restore the oyster beds and ensure the health of ecosystems they're part of into the future. Now we're staying down here underwater to learn about a marine animal that likes to party for our... Wow of the week. One day, a marine scientist named Dr Rob Ennevar was working with his team to catch crabs. They were trying a new technique, using flashing lights rather than fish to attract the crabs into their traps. But to their surprise, a different sea creature turned up instead scallops. It looks
0: like a shell and it opens into two halves and inside it is kind of a love heart gone wrong.
1: (laughs) Yep and all these scallops were scurrying over to the flashing lights. In fact so many scallops came over to the lights it was almost like a scallop disco dance party. Disco shells. Dr. Enerva was astonished. He couldn't believe how attracted to the lights these scallops were. Scallops are one of the most popular things that fishers take from the oceans. But lots of methods used to fish them aren't very good for the environment. Most of the time, scallops are caught by doing something called dredging, and that can damage the ocean floor and hurt other sea creatures. This disco discovery could mean there's a safer and flashier way to catch scallops. Wow, I wonder what news stories we'll report on for World Environment Day 2023. Speaking of news stories, we'll have a brand new episode with five fantastic fresh stories next week. Thank you, Ruby. Thanks so much for listening back to some of our favourite episodes this summer. Bye, Wooby. Cheerio! News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your App Store.